How do you pay, man? Huh? If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. Well, all right. Yeah. ten grand to me. Yeah. You know, ever since I turned pro in 1989, when I signed the dotted line, it was strange. Welcome back, everyone, to the Straight Cash Homie Podcast. That's right, episode number 21, which is crazy to think about that we've been doing this, that there's 21 episodes of it. But we are back in effect. He is Cam Evans, the voice of reason here, the legal expertise, the brains behind the operation. You can follow him on Twitter, at Evans Law Group on Twitter. My name is Neil Rule, sports broadcaster here in the Detroit area. Happy to have you all back for another episode. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just search Straight Cash Homie Podcast. Click subscribe and you are in there. And do us a favor too, kind of rate it, review it as well. Give us those five stars if you're feeling that. We certainly would appreciate that as always. But as I always do, welcome in Cam Evans. Cam, how are you, my friend? I'm fantastic. Episode 21. That 21 just means one thing to me. Blackjack. Blackjack. There you go. <laughs> and that, there we go. And the, the, the topic that's dominating um, our show, dominating out there in the media as it relates to, to sports, uh, besides obviously the tragic death of, of Kobe and Gigi and the others that were lost on the helicopter who obviously continue to be and our thoughts and prayers, and it seems like everybody else in the world's thought and prayers, right. um, is is sports betting. Um, and obviously here in Michigan, we're getting teed up, um, waiting for the flag to drop so we can go green on it. Um, but it's going to be a, an in- interesting 2020. Yeah, and that was uh, kind of the crux behind all of this, Cam. I, I know the story dropped that the online sports betting here in the state of Michigan uh, wouldn't quite be ready to go probably until about this time next year, maybe springtime next year. But the target is still this spring to get it operational as physically walking into the casinos to be able to get that action down. So I sent out the bat signal. Cam responded. And, and here we are. Because anytime there's news on that front, uh, we're going to convene. And, and certainly did, too, uh, while my mind is on it. Uh, I did want to give a big shout out to ML Elric uh, in his podcast, Spirit of Detroit. They gave us some props. Soul of Detroit. Or Soul of Detroit. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the statue downtown. Soul <laughs> of Detroit. ML uh, Emmerich's podcast. Uh, certainly give that a, sh- a chance to as well. He does a great job, and ML's an institution in the city. I don't have to tell you guys that. You already know that, but uh, ML, appreciate all the kind words and all of that as well. But Cam, yeah, as we talked about, man, some breaking news here, and this is disappointing to me in that initially, right? I'm a, I'm a sports fan. I'm like everybody else. You're the brains. You explain this stuff. I get overly emotional about it. You break it down how it works. That's uh, that's what this whole thing is. But the news has, has dropped that the sports book, the sports book operation, sports book betting here in the state should be a go by the springtime. The NCAA tournament is a target date. The online portion of it will not kick in probably until about a year after that time. And Cam, again, and this is always my bell call with this, New Jersey knocked it out of park. They passed Las Vegas. You know, Las Vegas. Vegas. I've heard, I've heard of it. Yeah. You're familiar with their work? Yeah. New Jersey blew past them inside a year. I mean, it, it is absolutely crazy the amount of money uh, their handle, over $80 billion handle in their first year of operation. And Cam, my initial thoughts here in the state of Michigan, and you can go back and listen to our other episodes. I've been upset about this the whole time. Everywhere around us, it's happening. It's not happening here. And I'm of the opinion, Cam, 
Every day it didn't happen. The state of Michigan lost money. Every day that there's a roadblock to doing it, you lose money. Talk me off this ledge, man. Well, everybody is disappointed. I'm sure the state's disappointed because the state certainly wants more revenue coming in and have their pockets get, you know, lined with cash uh, so they can go and spend it. Um, But I think that they have the right approach as it relates to the online is that it is critical that they get it right and get it right out of the gate. You do not want to sit there and introduce an online um, sports gambling feature uh, with regulations where the regulations are not safeguarding the public. Because everybody's walking around now with with a casino in their pocket. I always, you know, my, my wife who, te- who, who teaches at Oakland University through her media law students and journalists is like everybody who has an iPhone or an Android is carrying around their own personal radio station or TV station that can be broadcast around the ro- world basically free of charge. Now everybody in Michigan, once this goes live, is going to carry around a casino in their pocket mm-hmm. because you're gonna, there's going to be no different of what bet you can place sitting around in your kitchen at a at a bar, at a restaurant, at your kids' soccer game, you name it, church, or your other religious entities. But hey, maybe get your not. bets blessed. That's man. right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but everybody's going to have access to it, including kids. They got to be blocked. And so I think it's it's right that the state needs to know that when we roll this out online. The regulations are going to be spot on, and there's going to be no chinks in the armor. Um, it's disappointing that it is going to take a year. Obviously, you, you you would have hoped that they would have started to study this, kind of looking and seeing what the crystal ball was, that this was likely going to pass. Uh, and if it did pass, there would be an online function to it. How did, how did New Jersey go? New Jersey went, you know, zero to 60 overnight. They flipped the switch and said, okay, now we can have legal sports betting. It includes online, and they're rocking it online. So what regulations do they have? And maybe they have. I don't know. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Um, but th- they want to get it right. I think that we as the public want to make sure that they get it right. Uh, but, yeah, it would been great if it could have been happening in 2020. But everything's on schedule, it looks like, for, quote, unquote, spring 2020 to be able to go in person to a casino in Michigan, whether it's a travel casino, one of the three casinos in Detroit, and place best just like here in Vegas. Um, March 15th is um my birthday by the way yeah no yeah yeah, not march 15th is sunday march 17th is tuesday opening of the ncaa tournament which also happens to be saint patty's day um if sports betting is live in michigan those casinos downtown and travel casinos are going to be rocking yep they'll be jumping there's there's no question about it and and that's revenue so um you know they they hope since we have regulations addressing in-person uh gambling in the casino in the casino world that they'll be able to more rapidly put out regulations as it relates to in-person um, gambling uh, on sports, um, but they got to negotiate for prop bets. They got to negotiate with the leagues because the leagues are the sole source of the data that's going to be used for who wins and loses prop bets. Um, and so that can be leverage that the leagues can have. Is you know, okay, what are you going to pay us for it, Detroit? Well, Cam, I, I think I think I understand what you're saying. You're saying, look here, idiot fan. There's a whole bunch of <laughs> there's a whole bunch of specifics that go to this and a lot more angles of profitability. I mean, let's just call this what it is. Uh, The league websites, as you talked about, the statistical websites, that will be the Bible in relation to how these, speaking of church, which will be the Bible in relation to how these uh, wagers will be paid out or collected or the rulings on them, uh, how they turn out. 
That's a business in and of itself as well. The online components that you talked about, online security companies, that's a business in and of itself. I mean, all this is, is connected. Uh, it is. And, and the great thing is that there's still a huge interest. And there's going to be a huge interest. And Michigan now is ready to go. As I said, you, you want to get it right out of the gate. You don't want to have your horse stumble out of the gate um, and have issues and have concerns and have, you know, problems. Damn lawyers suing over, right. you know, because the regulations weren't done right. Not that they're going to go challenge the regulations, but you have practical effects that affects people's abilities to bet and wager um, that can slow things up. You want this like the Kentucky Derby, man. You hear that bell gates open. Let's go. <laughs> away we go. <laughs> That's right. two minutes in sports. Cam Evans, Neil Rule here with you. Uh, Cam Evans, certainly uh, one of the rising media stars as this uh, content is related to. I catch you all over the place on radio shows. I've had you on radio shows before. They're all reaching out to you, man. The phone's ringing, isn't it? The phone is ringing. It, it's uh, it's nice to, to have people reach out and um, uh, you know put up with me and my shenanigans and uh, you know my <laughs> viewpoints, which, which is great. You know, people agree or disagree. It doesn't really matter. Let's come out. Let's talk about it and, uh, and, and enjoy the time that we're living in in 2020 because there's a lot of stuff that we hear day in and day out in the media and in the news that we don't enjoy. <laughs> yeah, ab- absolutely. But uh, remember, subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just search Straight Cash Homie Podcast. Click subscribe and you are in there. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we'll talk about the landscape in Detroit as far as property affiliation, sportsbook affiliations. And uh, in about 15 to 20 minutes, I uh, also want to get into the, to the cheating scandals. And, and certainly, we have a, a unique spin on the whole Houston Astros situation. So we'll, about 15 minutes or so, we'll get into that as well. This isn't the traditional uh, you know, ethical take. This is, how it re- <laughs> this is how it relates to money. So I think it's a little more interesting in, in that respect. So, Cam, you know, you've calmed me down a little bit. I'm, I'm not as upset at the, at the Michigan leadership as I was a few minutes ago. I'm still overall upset that it's taken this long uh, to get things going. But you brought up an interesting point to me when we were doing our world-famous pre-production meeting. I mean, uh, you know, corporate conglomerates around the world would kill to have access to the organizational structure that we have for our pre-production meetings. The efficiency that's built into Uh, them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they would kill for this kind of formula. But uh, anyway, though, Cam, you brought up an interesting point because you, you talked about I think the Kentucky Derby is a, is a good analogy because all the thoroughbreds in that race, the William Hills, the Penn Sports, uh, how is this all going to shake out? How do you see as it relates to downtown Detroit? Because all these casinos are going to need separate sportsbook affiliations. How will that break out? Well, you're right. They're going to need them. They're going to need the expertise. Um, you know, Penn National has a, an interest in Greektown Casino. Uh, just this morning, Penn National, you know, the story that, that they were um, – getting a bar stools gambling operations uh, as it relates at least in Pennsylvania. Um, but that's a big part of it because as much as we were going to say, everybody's going to be lining up at the door or, or next year on their phones to place bets. You have casinos that are going to be fighting tooth and nail for that revenue stream and who's going to do it the best who's going to have the best online function who's going to have the best experience what are you looking for when you go down there and this is part of it i mean you look you know you know william hill uh, hell you you assume somewhere they're going to be coming into the the mix because the the top of the nation they're the authority Uh, that's right and 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 that is that is the best in class that's um and and that's what's going to be expected and that's what's going to be will drive people to physically go to casinos or to be able to place bet is to have that user experience. 
um, that is 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 going to be a key because you're going to want to use the ones that is easiest for you as a consumer to go and hit the button, swipe whatever you need to do to find out what you want to go and place your bet. It's like any other app out there. What you like some, you don't like others. Um, and you got all the behind the scenes analytics that go on to see, all right, what's driving our consumers today? Because they'll have, you know, multiple different platforms available to different people on the phone, same time, same place. Everything, every, you get the same phone, you could be looking at three, four, 10, 15 different pages, depending on who you are. Right. And that's all looked at and say, okay, what do we, what's driving? Okay, this is working today or this given moment. Well, let's switch over more to those, get those out to consumers. So it's, it's, it's gonna, you're gonna have that mix in to the, the three casinos in Detroit and obviously, you know, uh, the tribal casinos um, because everybody, those, yeah, those small groups are going to be fighting over a lot of money because people are passionate just like you and they want to say, hey, in 2020, instead of buying a f- tickets to hop on a plane to go to Vegas and have a hotel in Vegas and be in Vegas for three days for like the Super Bowl, which is an experience in and of itself. Um, maybe though, I could save that money I'm buying, I'm spending on a flight and, and hotel it. and bet it and bet it <laughs> and do it in Detroit or do it at the tribal casinos. I mean, obviously do it online. Um, I mean, just think about your Super Bowl watch party next year. It's going to be a vastly different experience than it is in 2020 for people in Michigan because most likely at the 2021 Super Bowl, you'll be able to do online sports betting. Right, and that's, and that's going to be a game changer. And Cam, it's interesting you bring that up because I am going to go to Las Vegas this, this weekend. As a matter of fact, I'm leaving. We're taping this on a Friday. I'll be leaving on Saturday going out there for the game. And I'm just I'm going to be there Saturday evening till Monday morning. I'm going to fly back. And, and it's something a, a group, and you've heard me talk about my group of friends before in the past. It's something we said that we always wanted to do. Wouldn't it be cool to go to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl? Well, yeah, it would be. My work schedule, uh, being around you know sports, I really excluded me from being able to do that. But we have a hole in the schedule this year. So I was able to make this work. So now we're able to do it. Some of the guys are out there already. Uh, You know, they're out there acting the fool and all that stuff, I'm sure. But Cam, it's interesting you say that because it's something that we talked about doing for so long. And yes, it's going to be fun and and all that stuff. But I'm telling you this, man, If, if we were in a situation where, like you spoke about, where you could have just gone downtown and my buddies could have got their their action in downtown, we wouldn't be going, man. I mean that that that's the bottom line. And and it worked out where you know, through flight points and all that stuff, there was a min- very minimal expense for everyone to go, so it didn't really hit you a lot in the pocketbook. But still, I mean, it wasn't as easy as just getting in the car, driving down. Uh, my friends getting their action in. We go to the party, and, and away we go. You know, it's 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 totally different. And how I guess, and you don't know the answer to this per se, but I'm just you've got an educated opinion, especially with what happened with New Jersey. Where do you think Vegas is right now in in terms of their level, their DEFCON level, I guess you would say? Vegas is in... I trade places with Vegas. No doubt. I mean, they're they're certainly going to have uh, a step back in revenue, you'd have to assume, as more and more states get online and people are doing 
have to go there. Um, and when they go there, I mean, obviously there's plenty of illegal betting that happens throughout the year. But mostly if I'm going to go out there, uh, okay, we're going out there for the opening weekend of the NCAA tournament. And that's when I'm going to go and I'm going to do most of my sports betting during the year that I'll save up will be then. Well, now you people got it 24-7, uh, 365, that they can do it in the comfort of their own home. They can drive down to Detroit, go to one of the travel casinos, uh, be able to do it. And so you think that the need, the desire, that experience. Well, there, is, and there's still, there will always be that aura to Vegas. The, it, the party never stops. It's 24-7, the shows, the weather, all that stuff. I mean, that, that end of it's never going to stop. It's not. And, and that's why I said I, I would switch places with Vegas because I think they're still going to do very well. Um, I don't think they're, they're, they're on close to being put on life support or anything right, like that. Right. And I think they got a very healthy checkup from the doctor, but you're going to, you're going to see lose some traffic, and the trips out there are going to be different because it's going to be probably more more along the lines of these destination trips, experience based, right. as opposed to gambling based. And then the, then they're going to have an uptick, though. I mean, are, are you know the, the Raiders are there? Are you going to go out and if the, if the well, I won't say the Lions, um, but you know <laughs> if you're the Miami Dolphins uh, and they're playing in Vegas, are you, you got a fan base that wants to go out there for 36, 52 hours to go mm-hmm. enjoy and experience it and bet. Um, but but it's going to be and you're going to see Vegas want to be able to do other things to continue to attract people. But I it's going to be you know we talk about you know viewing. You think of the um, the local restaurants right now that are more more sports related that will have um, you know ten screens up. A different, but different parts. You can't see all ten screens at once. Right. But now you look at money line. You look at you go to Vegas. What do you do when you go to the sports books? How many screens you got? You got a wall, wall <laughs> oh, yeah, of right, screens, right. so you can follow everything. Are we going to now start to see restaurants in essence um, who want to get the person doesn't want to go down to in person bet, but wants to be able to do it online on their phone? Have restaurants now basically develop walls of screens that are yes. that is the going to be yes. a satellite <laughs> um, sports book because you can, you can you know, they're not taking the bets but you can do it on your phone but then sure. you can follow the action. Sure, um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to to see or people going to say ah. I'm much rather able to do it just for the convenience because now I don't have to disrupt my work or my family obligations to be able to go to Vegas to do something. Right, which, can, which, you know, get real-life application. My wife's not happy. No. <laughs> I have kids. My, my wife's not happy about this at all, Cam. She doesn't listen, so I can say this. Yeah, so, well, we got to change that. Um, the, but, you know, yeah, right. Can, now can I run on the weekends? Can I can I take my, my kids to whatever events that, that, that we have to get to or be able to go see mom and dad? You name it. You know, you, you got this to do you got that to do it becomes far more dis- less disruptive of your normal life to be able to sit here um, and be able to do it on your phone even as opposed to I want to drive down or drive up or drive sideways to Detroit depending on where you're at to be able to take that chunk of your your, your day away it's um, it, it's going to really change um, I think in a meaningful way um, uh, the everyday experience for um, a lot of people in the state of Michigan. He is Cam Evans. My name is Neil Rule, Straight Cash Homie Podcast, episode number 21. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, all that on iTunes, SoundCloud as well. Just search Straight Cash Homie Podcast, and you are in there. Also, we uh, launched a Twitter account for it. We're just getting that up and going right now, at Straight Cash Pod on Twitter. And, uh, Cam, since I'm going to be out there, I'm going to provide some content for that. So if you're listening to this before the Super, on Super Bowl uh, Sunday – 
give it a look. I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my action down on the coin toss, which which I can do. You know, as it being a you know college college broadcaster, I can bet on the coin toss because that's not relative to the actual game. I clear this with compliance and all of it. All right. So uh, I'll let you guys in. I'm just telling you right now, heads is where it's gonna be at. I'm calling my shot right now, and uh, we'll have the video reaction uh, in in real time as it goes down. So make sure you follow that as well. It's gonna be fun. So uh, certainly looking forward to that. Cam, something that hasn't been fun for Major League Baseball. And of course, everyone knows uh, the whole deal going on with the Houston Astros and, and everything that went on with them and, and the cheating scandal. And I'm not I'm not here to get into ethics and, and all that stuff. Um, I don't, you know, it is what it is. It happened. It was proven that it happened. The fallout will be what the fallout will be. Here on the Straight Cash Homie podcast, how will this impact money? And as you know, we talk a lot about sports gambling and how that is is progressing. And you brought up an interesting point, Cam, and I think it's very much worth discussing. You look at what happened with the Astros, and in particular, their splits on the home the home stats versus the road stats. I mean, the pretty damning evidence for the people that did accuse them of cheating. This, this will have a whole new level of impact now. When these types of things happen, there will be a whole new level of impact. And you will have some people, quite frankly, that are going to be pissed off when this type of thing happens in relation to their money that they have in play. Right. I mean, there's going to be, a, you know, additional ripples added to the, to the water. I mean, in baseball, there's always been, and there's still today, an, an accepted amount of cheating and an accepted manner in which to cheat. That's just reality. That's the reality. You know, if you can go steal a sign, great. If you can go, you know, from the dugout, you know, you know, decode and steal the sign from the third base coach, so you find out when you, when the runner's going to be going, and you call a pitch out, and you get them. Good right. for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that you know, the Astros violated the you know the you know the pig gets fat, hog gets slaughtered thing because they took it to a degree. And through a manner that was not done before. A medium of technology. Exposed, right. at least exposed before. I don't know if it was ever done before. It was never exposed before on how they do it. And and it, it's not any legal stuff. of who, you know, Nobody's going to sue over. You can't do anything like that. But from a practical standpoint, people's willingness to put bets on different types of sports. So you look just at like – at, at, Keep it at the professional level, the four majors, uh, sports. That's where a lot of the money's going to go. Um, and then once they put down that money, they follow the game. They follow the stats. You can see it in fantasy football. You will follow people. You may not care anything about that Sunday night game. But if you get a player in there, you're going to care. Right. And, 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 and as people consume that data, whether it's watching the game or through other type of medium – that data is being consumed. Guess what? There's a lot of people that can eat around the table because a lot of people are going to make money off the fact that that data is being consumed. Now, all of a sudden, if you have a drop in um, the of people who are willing to bet on baseball until they have a feeling that it is more of a level playing field again, now you're going to have less people placing bets, and you're going to have less people who are interested. You're going to have less people consuming data related to Major League Baseball than you would have before. Trust me, a lot of people are going to be betting baseball, and they're going to be doing fine. They're going to be making money off this. But if you look at it, the big screen, you, you're going to be you're you're running the risk of reducing the bandwidth of the flow of revenue that's going to come from sports related betting in Major League Baseball because people may say, guess what? I don't want to put my money 
on the line where I think somebody is going to be getting an unfair advantage in a way that's just not accepted in society right now in baseball. Uh, you you, you want to steal somebody's sign the good old-fashioned way? Great. Go ahead. Uh, and and, and, and baseball is a little bit different because baseball, as I said, there is a, there's a natural – Acceptance that some type of cheating is going to happen has always happened, and that's okay, but it doesn't really impact the game overall. And what we saw down in Houston is that it went to a whole new level, and the perception is that it impacted the game. I don't know if it did or didn't. But you the, have the splits would say it did. So you know now I'm talking in your yeah. you know I'm, now I'm in your swim lane. All right, right? Yeah. You, you tell me all that stuff. Uh, but but you have less tolerance of it in football in pro basketball in <laughs> NHL where if there is a cheating scandal I mean you just think about it, you know point shaving in basketball it happens but when that happens there's fallout from right. it well and, and see I think Cam and, and we've had this discussion before uh, during some of the earlier episodes on the Straight Cash Homie podcast I, this being legal I think opens opens the avenues to be able to recognize when those types of things are happening now. I mean, if you go back, you know, those point shaving scandals, it's not like the uh, the local detective was the one that figured that out. The people taking the sports bets were the ones that figured that out. When all of a sudden a, a game that might have $75,000 in action on it, all of a sudden has three quarters of a million dollars of action on it. And there were some peculiar things that happened down the stretch. Those are the people that know when, when, something isn't smelling right way before you know the local police officer or anything like that again it comes back to the money right which is what we talk about all the time when you have the people that have all the money and some of that they feel so some of that money might be compromised uh, they're they're going to sound the alarm they are they are and this is why the leagues are going to be very very proactive in this area and this is why the league wants an integrity fee for the data it puts out because it can be a situation where a league comes in and and, and says, nope, the last two minutes of that game, there was point shaving going on. Or you got a ref on the take who's calling because they want to change the line and everything. Well, the league can come and say, guess, you know, guess what? We're not going to certify certain data, certain prop data that we use for certain prop bets. Well, guess what? You don't have it. Everybody just gets the money back. Nobody's going to lose their money. But that's why the league, the league wants to have people to have that trust and faith in their product that they're willing to put put the money on it. And they're going to be hyper-vigilant in trying to um, ensure that there is no shenanigans going on that's going to do it. But now it's going to be on a, on a, on a, a, a micro basis. Think about if there is legalized sports betting to the extent that it is in 2020. You know, we're now, you know, 13, 14 states. It, it's more accepted. It's legal. And the Astros are doing what they're doing. You, you got one game. And even just, all right, what am I going to do on this game where, sure. oh, we go back and we look at it and we think there's evidence that they were cheating. All right, what are you going to do in a bets as to that game? What do you, you know, whatever the, the prop bets are, uh, let alone who wins and loses and runs and and the like. And this is this is a huge issue for for the leagues because it's a great money source. And if they don't police it uh, and police their own, I mean, they're trying to police Starting your players, right. your coaches, your teams. Um, it can it can cause issues of money going elsewhere. I mean, the NFL, you know, people think the Patriots have cheated. 
for a long time uh, and just happened to get caught a few times. Um, and so now that becomes a little bit different where you know, more and more of the population is, is want to put bets on it. And God help them if something ever happened in the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, ex- exactly. I mean, again, going back to it, you know, you just you look at how it impacts everybody's experience on the game between square. I mean, you <laughs> there are more people, you know, that are involved with it on a financial level than probably people that you don't know. Anyone that's listening to this, anybody around between squares and office pools and people that actually bet and all those types of things. I mean, I don't even think the general person realizes how much of a financial impact that the Super Bowl has. Go out in these streets here in this area and talk to people. Right. And and, and you see and, and it's more in the news because you just saw on the uh, on the fantasy side, you know. That you know the million dollar winner was voided because yep. they because because the proprietor of that fantasy game said we believe you broke our rules that we created, and we have rules you can't come you can't you can't work with other people. Well, you know, agree or disagree, I mean that's how they came out that you two got together and conspired and conspired to increase your odds and you put the odds more in your favor in in violation of our rules and so it went to number two and so you know the, these are the things that are out there. And with technology and the ability to have a computer spit out, okay, here are the 300 unique lineups that you could have with these 10 players. Mm-hmm. All right. It'd take you a long time with a piece of paper and a pencil, <laughs> and I wouldn't get out. it right. 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 You know, but and, oh, and a very few people in the world could get that right. You know, certainly not you and I around this table. Yeah, but absolutely. if there's a computer program, and then it spits it out. Then all you're doing is checking boxes, and that becomes you know it becomes an issue for the integrity of, of that betting function. And, and the moral of all these stories is this: is it comes back to what I talked about earlier. It's a lot more than saying, "All right, we can sports bet," and, and away you go. I mean, there's just so many layers we could we could check off episode after episode after episode, and we will. You know, we, we will get to it all as we see it. Anytime there's breaking news uh, in in the sports betting world or anything else that has to do with money, certainly we chime in. I, I have. I have complete faith in your integrity, Cam. So thank you for the time, man. Thank God, <laughs> we'd be in trouble. So, uh, but this is it. This is it's 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 faith. It's the trust but verify, um, and, and and getting it right out of the gates because you don't want your horse running astray. Yeah, and and that's what it all boils down to. Uh, again, big thank you to Cam for his time as well, and uh, enjoy the Super Bowl, Cam. I will enjoy it. You be well behaved out in Vegas. I and, will, uh, especially on our Twitter account. I don't want any at, any at the Strap Cash gonna... Pod. The the coin toss will carry live reaction to it. I'm telling you guys, heads, heads. I'm calling, I'm calling why, the shot right okay, now. Okay, right now, why heads? I don't know. Okay. I just I I got the feeling. Usually, I'm a tails kind of guy. Uh, in the past, that's been my go-to. I just, I got the feeling in my bones, Cam. You know, I got it in my bones. So, just like Justin heads. Timberlake, there you go. That, that's what I'm saying, man. It, it, everyone, ride with me on this one. I'll, I'll have some live reaction. Make sure you follow us at Straight Cash Pod uh, on Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. Straight Cash Homie Podcast for Cam Evans. My name is Neil Rule. Thank you all for listening to the Straight Cash Homie Podcast.